Do you want to triple your revenue using email marketing? If so, you are in luck because my guest today will be sharing all about that. Welcome back to Marketing Strategy Academy podcast, where we help female entrepreneurs go from marketing overwhelm to an easy streamlined strategy and system that includes Pinterest and repurposing content to grow their businesses when they have very little time. I'm your host, Jen Vasquez. Let's jump right into it. Welcome back. If you're new here, I'm Jen Vasquez. I'm a Pinterest marketing manager and strategist who brings in experts on all marketing subjects so that you can take action to grow your business. If that sounds like something you're interested in, definitely subscribe so that you're notified when we release new interviews weekly. Today, I'm so excited to be chatting with copyright and brand messaging expert, Allegra Cook. I seriously need to work with her also, so I'm really excited for you to hear from her. Allegra is a launch copywriter and a brand messaging strategist for digital product creators and online and entrepreneurs. She helps her clients elevate their message and create connection-driven sales, content. Oh, I got to start over. Sorry. No worries. No worries. (laughs) Allegra is a launch copywriter and brand messaging strategist for digital product creators and online entrepreneurs. She helps her clients elevate their message and create connection-driven sales content like email sequences and sales pages so that they can boost their sales, expand their impact, and build out a brand that they're proud of. So welcome, Allegra. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much, Jen. It's so good to be here and to talk with you. I'm such a fan of the podcast and the way that you're empowering women um, to start and scale their own businesses. So thank you so much for for having me. Oh my gosh. Well, I, when I saw your information, I was really excited because I had just got done doing a launch in the beginning of September and the biggest struggle that I had, I could go live. I could do the master classes. I did a challenge so I could do the challenge. I could do all that mm-hmm. stuff. The place that I struggled with was on those darn email sequences. And they're the ones that really help you to make the sale. And so it, I always struggle with that stuff. So I had no idea there was a person out there that like specialized in that as well as making sure that, because let's be honest, that landing page that you send people to will make or break your launch. So really excited. All right. So let's get started, but I always love to hear how someone got started. So tell me about your business and basically how you got to this business from the beginning of working. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say that I, I really am a writer at heart. I grew up writing stories and I minored in creative nonfiction, but I didn't really know if or how I was going to be able to make writing my career really. Um, So I actually started my career in more of traditional advertising. I worked at a big advertising firm in New York. Um, I was working with brands, helping them launch their advertising campaigns across TV um, and print and digital. And that was a really great place to start my career and really get an understanding of the marketing industry. 
Um, but in, you know, in 2020, I kind of came up on this time that so many people uh, found themselves going through. Um, it's a story that a lot of us can resonate with in the online space. But I really just felt like I was just being really introspective about my career and what I wanted my life to look like. And ultimately, I just realized that I really wanted to come back to writing and I wanted to be able to have more just autonomy over my time and my headspace. And that's when I found copywriting. So I really just, I dove kind of all in. Um, I ended up leaving my job and uh, starting my copywriting business and just really finding a lot of excitement and enjoyment in it. And pretty quickly, I really realized that I was just really gravitating towards other people who are in the online space because I loved just how people are so intentional with their mindset and their time and um, are super intentional. And I knew I wanted to like work with other people who shared those same values essentially. So that's really what led me to working with course creators and other online entrepreneurs on their content. And now I really specialize, um, like you said, I'm specializing in sales content. So I write a lot of sales pages and, and email marketing for those course creators so they can increase their revenue and just continue expanding their impact and, and really having that intentional freedom-filled life they set out to, to create. Amazing. I, I find that a lot of uh, entrepreneurs have sort of their ideal client down, they have their sort of branding down. Uh, mm -hmm. But I, I know that they don't often extend the brand to the words that they're using. So yeah. do you, and before we even like dive in deep, because this just <laughs> popped into my head, someone else might be thinking about it, but how do you help folks that come to you to help with a launch of some sort and they don't yet have those sort of brand wording and the way that they want to come across and the way that they want people to feel when they get into their brand? Yeah, absolutely. So when I first start working with someone, there's really kind of two different areas that we can start working on. And usually people come to me because they're either exactly what you're saying. They're looking to really build out kind of their brand messaging strategy. And so that's usually someone who has probably been in the online space for a few months um, or maybe even a little bit longer than that. And they've been putting out content um, left and right, you know, trying to connect with their audience, but they haven't really yet, you know, grounded that in a brand that has a solid kind of voice and positioning that then, you know, can stay consistent throughout all of their channels. Um, I really love working in this area, honestly, because I, I, you know, this is the area where we really dig into what someone's actual like personal story is and all of their personality and how that can come into their marketing. Um, but of course, you know, we want to make sure that we're doing that in a way that really resonates with their audience. So exactly that, that, that is like <laughs> literally forward facing to attract the ideal clients that exactly. they want to work with. Yeah. Exactly. So many people don't realize that words sometimes do that even better than images. Completely. Thank you. <laughs> like what a, what a so if nothing else, you want to work with her because she's going to help you with your brand voice. <laughs> yes. So, so that package that I, you know, the way that I usually work with people for that, 
um, is usually actually with their, I have a package that includes a brand messaging guide and a welcome email sequence. Oh my gosh. That's so perfect. Especially for people that are just starting out that don't have an email list and have no clue what to do with it, but are told they need an email list. Exactly. And you know, that, so I'll just kind of explain for someone who's kind yeah. of you know, new to email marketing, but the welcome email sequence is, that's the series of emails that you send out to someone after they opt into your email list. So if you have, you know, people call it a freebie. If you have a free piece of content that you're offering to your audience in exchange for their email, you know, a lot of people make the mistake of sending that piece of content and then kind of just stopping there. But, but which is, you know, yeah, well, and and let's be honest, like people will do that and then they'll still send out emails like weekly, but they don't, it's like a jarring, right? They get this freebie and suddenly they get this weekly email newsletter and that could be confusing and people will unsubscribe, honestly, if you don't like warm them up to the sequence, I mean, to their email list. Exactly. And that's such a perfect way to put it. So the welcome sequence Essentially, when someone opts into your list, that is when they are the most interested in your brand. You know, they've just heard about you. They're they're getting this free piece of content. They're excited. So that's such a nice opportunity to follow up with a series of emails that really introduces your brand, um, you know, gets to know your audience so that you can know how best to kind of serve them, um, talks about your brand story and also introduces, you know, the ways that they can work with you. So that's a really nice way to right off the bat, you know, not only just drive up your first few couple of sales or engagement with your services, um, but also just start out that relationship with them so that you can continue to nurture them and build that trust. Uh, which makes your launches in the future a lot more successful. Yeah. So I'm assuming then that you would recommend any business, especially if you're going to be doing a lead magnet or something else, that you recommend this sort of nurturing or email sequence for businesses. Yeah, I would. And, you know, of course, like for the busy entrepreneur, like doing anything is better than nothing. So if you only have an opt-in right now and you don't have a welcome sequence, like, it's okay. Um, but I definitely would recommend if you are, you know, planning to have that opt-in creating that welcome email sequence, you know, as soon as possible so that you can really capitalize on the effort that you're putting into that opt-in because that's, no, no, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I was just going to say that, you know, ultimately we want to make sure that your effort and energy is really, you're seeing the most results and return out of that. So if you're spending your time creating this beautiful piece of content yeah. for your opt-in, yeah. also having a welcome sequence is just going to make that even more effective, essentially. That, that is, that is, it's really more bang for your time buck, basically. Exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. Okay. So why don't you share any tips that you might have for entrepreneurs who are going to DIY their email copy and, and maybe not work with someone like yourself? Yes, absolutely. So I would say that kind of the fundamental kind of three pillars that you can think about are going to be what I just talked about. So it's going to be that opt-in to welcome email sequence. That's your first pillar. And that's really how you're going to attract and kind of nurture your new audience. So that is 
perfect for someone who is, you know, looking to start out their email list or maybe wants to go back and make sure that they're doing that phase right. So that's going to be pillar one. The second pillar is going to be um, really just the nurturing piece. So it's thinking about how are you continuing to um, build trust with your audience and give them helpful content and really build that relationship with them. Um, because if you are someone who wants to be able to eventually, you know, sell to your email list and launch your products and courses to them, you want to make sure that you are nurturing that relationship with them along the way, um, because that's going to make them a lot more likely to, you know, want to engage in your programs and services and things like that. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't you agree that so many, especially newer entrepreneurs, but even entrepreneurs that have been doing it for a few years, their focus right now seems to be on copy for content, like social media content copy, right? And they're all in on that. And then they get told, okay, make a digital freebie, um, you know, lead magnet of some sort. And then they say, okay, make, make a digital product of something that you could lend sell. Right. And I feel like entrepreneurs are so focused on making all of this content that they forget about this piece. This piece is missing on so many businesses. So mm -hmm. how can an entrepreneur write emails that stand out and prompt their audience to take action? Yeah, absolutely. So you actually just touched on a really, a really good point, which is that, you know, I actually, you know, people are already creating so much content for their audience in whether it's on your social media your blogs, maybe your YouTube channel, whatever it is, you're probably already creating content. And that is something that you can, you know, take and repackage and use in an email newsletter. So, so, you know, when I talk about this nurturing piece, really to break it down, what I'm talking about is sending out a weekly or bi-weekly newsletter. And, you know, I know like, when people say like email your list, they're like overwhelmed. Week, it yeah. feels overwhelming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, you're probably already creating really helpful content for your audience. So wherever you're doing that, you can take a piece of content that you've already created and just repurpose that in a newsletter. So it's not necessarily just, you know, copy and pasting it, but it's taking whatever the main idea was from that piece of content and kind of just reformatting it, restructuring it in a little bit of a different way for a newsletter, tying it back to you know, your reader and maybe a problem that they're going through, um, and then tying it back to the solution that you can offer them. So that's a really simple way to take what you're already creating and just repurpose it in an email. And that's also something that you can outsource um, to a copywriter if you wanted to, when you get to that phase, essentially. Yeah. I, I always recommend to my clients because we're working on Pinterest, right? So we're also having blogs because that helps with driving traffic from Pinterest yes. to your website. And so I always say you're doing a piece of content each week, could be a YouTube video, could be a blog, could be a podcast, could be whatever the core content that you focus on take a summary of that. But when you put it in your email, you can add a button to read the full blog, which again, drives traffic right back to your blog and really starts to build this no like, and trust with the people that are on your email list as well. I absolutely, I love that you talked about that because 
it's so true. You know, like if you are, if you're already creating a helpful content, like a blog, you know, relying on SEO and people finding that organically, obviously your content is going to help with kind of SEO, but you also want to deliver that content straight to your audience. So putting that in a, an email newsletter is a perfect example because that's going to help drive traffic back to your site, which helps with SEO. And it's going to build that trust with your audience. Like you said, to show them, you know, you're solving their problems and, and creating helpful content for them. Yeah. Uh, so let me get back to that question because we, we got sidetracked, but honestly, it was a good sidetrack. I think yes. people are going to enjoy <laughs> listening to this, but how can an entrepreneur write emails that really stand out and yeah. prompt their audience to take action? I know a lot of entrepreneurs and I'm one of those who could sit and talk all day, like right now, right? But to actually put that in writing and then make sure that I'm urging them to take action, mm -hmm. it can be really hard and overwhelming. And I've been doing this for years. I, I have this block on writing. So um, how can entrepreneurs write emails that stand out and, and maybe enc are encouraged to take that action or next step? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, looking at like the blank page and trying to write an email can be really tough. And um, I know it feels like you have so many different ideas and you're like, how do I put this all into one? Um, the first thing I would say just to kind of help with that overwhelm is when you're thinking about a newsletter, just narrow it down to, you know, one. So one idea and one call to action. Each email can really just focus and hone in on, you know, that one specific area that you want to think about. So that kind of helps people with the overwhelm um, of, you know, wanting to include different ideas and things like that. But a helpful framework that I actually use that you can use in a newsletter um, goes, it's kind of five steps that I can talk about. Um, and it kind of just goes like this. So first you're gonna have a hook and that is essentially you know, the question or statement that gets your audience's attention um, and you know, gives them a reason to keep reading that email. The next section is you can introduce a story or an idea. So this is where you're gonna introduce, maybe it's a personal story that you're gonna tie back to them later. Um, maybe it's like a myth in the industry that you wanna debunk um, or a trend that you're seeing in the industry too that you want to talk about. So that's where you kind of share the idea or the story. And then you're gonna have a section where you have the transition. So how does that story then relate back to a problem in your audience's life or something that they are questioning? Um, just how are we making that kind of relevant into their life? Um, and then the fourth section, if you're thinking about it that way, is going to be kind of the problem solve. So, so what is the solution? solution to that problem. Don't that leave them hanging. Give them the exactly. Yeah. Don't leave them hanging. And usually, you know, that problem is that solution is going to tie back to a solution that you can offer them. So whether that is a piece of content or a service, another freebie, offer, even another freebie. Exactly. So how are you giving them that solution? And then the final piece is the call to action. So just telling them where, what to do next. So whether that is to linking out to the blog that's gonna offer the solution or booking time on your calendar or whatever it is, just making sure you're telling them exactly what to do next. 
And I imagine you want to change the call to action each email. Like you don't want to sell the same thing each email. Talk to me a little bit about, um, I know that there are entrepreneurs when they get started and they are told to use an email list and they're just selling, selling, selling. And sometimes you need to give. So what? How? how would you... How do you suggest people utilize their email in terms of selling versus helping? Absolutely. So first of all, I do want to, you know, just empower someone with the confidence that if someone has opted into your email list, like they are there because they do want to know how you can help them. And so if you are genuinely help offering them helpful content that then leads into a call to action where you can dive further and relieve that problem even more. That's definitely something your audience is interested in seeing. So, um, you know, I think it's definitely when you're doing it in a genuine way, it's, there's definitely a place for it selling to your list, but there's also, you know, exactly what you said, which is making sure you are evening that out with also providing them with value and with um, helpful content and things like that. So one way to do this actually is, you know, if you're writing newsletters and you're, and you're feeling like it's feeling kind of salesy with a call to action at the end, um, actually one thing that you can do is kind of leave kind of nuggets in the copy of where they could find um, your services. So let me explain that a little oh, bit. Oh, that's so, that's so good. I want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is something that I, I really like doing because as the writer, you know, you're not, you are genuinely not trying to like push them too hard into one of your services, but you're just kind of like, maybe you hyperlink it over an area that you're talking about so that it feels pretty organic. And if the person wants to go click on that and see you know, what you're talking about, then they can do that. Um, but that is actually just a pretty simple way to kind of layer in those call to actions without you know, explicitly calling them out um, if you didn't want to in a, couple of, in a couple of emails. That's so, so, so good. And I, I don't think I've ever even thought about that. And I've been in business for a long time about <laughs> hyperlinking something that you're talking about without like saying, hey, buy here. You know what I mean? Exactly, That's exactly. so good. Although I think new people err on the side of not selling. So I would definitely want to make sure you have to have some selling in your emails or you're not trying to grow your business. Um, yeah, so why is email marketing still so important, even though other marketing channels to continue to grow. Let's, let's be honest right now, everyone is focused on social media content, that short form social media content. Why are emails also important? If someone's like, I'm overwhelmed with creating content on social media, why should they still want to do email marketing? Yeah, absolutely. So this is all going to really come back to thinking about your larger kind of customer journey, which is really just the process by, that someone goes through when they're deciding whether or not to work with you, essentially. So the really just like traditional uh, buckets of the customer journey um, is simply, you know, first it's attract and then it's nurture and then it is convert. So when you think about your the different channels that you're using, social media is definitely an awesome way to get attention and to attract a new audience. But I think, and 
to be completely open and honest, I have seen some course creators um, and online entrepreneurs using Instagram in all of those different channels. They had in attracting people, nurturing and converting. But I think that it's a little bit more it's way harder. To how to. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to know how to when when um, it's hard to know how to create that exact content that it's going to going to take them through that whole journey. But also then you are going to need to rely on social media for that entire journey. And I know that a lot of entrepreneurs are interested in saving time and, and not spending their entire time on social. Assembly. So what that go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Seriously, <laughs> so, you were doing so I, I'm, I'm really <laughs> loving this content. <laughs> Amazing. I'm so happy. Um, so, okay. So if you're thinking of say social as your place where you're attracting people, and that's just one example, there's different ways you can sure. do that. But the next phase is you're want, you're going to want to really build that relationship with them and, um, you know, build that know, like, and trust with them so that they are excited to buy from you at some point in the future. And the best way to do that is really within your email list, because your email list is something that is owned by you. So once someone's on your list, you know, you always have a way to reach your audience that is not affected by algorithms or, or Instagram, not working for a whole day or two. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it really is. It's owned by you. Those people are there because they've raised their hand and they, they've said, I want to know more from you. So it's an, it's a place where people are excited to hear from you. Um, and it's just really effective in building that relationship with them. And then finally, it's also, you know, one of the most effective places to actually sell those products and programs once you have them. Because if you think about, you know, let's say that you're coming up on a launch and your product is a little bit higher ticket, like let's say it's over a thousand dollars. Your audience is probably just going to need to take a little bit of time and processing to understand and really think about whether that offer is right for them. And if, you, if they're on your email list, then you can send them that, you know, sales sequence that meets them where they are in that decision-making process and really just helps them get to the next step and helps them figure out if it is the right thing for them to purchase um, and really compel them to do that. So it's just a really nice place to be able to move someone along that decision-making customer journey, whatever you want to call it, into a place where they're excited to buy from you. Yeah, I, I saw a stat recently that it's something like 30% of all your sales will come from your email. Yes. Exactly. That's insane. That's so, cause you know, the bulk will come from referrals, but your email, I, I always tell people that your email is, you know, in the buyer journey, right? You have to touch people sometimes seven times before they will trust you. Exactly. We're always going to have those people that jump on a board right away, like an infomercial, right? right? But most people take some time to trust you. Mm -hmm. And the email sequence is a way to speed up that trust right? exactly. and get them to the buy portion. Um, yeah, I, I, I think email today is so underrated because it's been around since I think the eighties, mm -hmm. right. And Instagram's been around 
not that long if you think about it. And it's very easy for people to follow and unfollow you on social media, but giving their email, your actual email address is personal. It's inviting you into their space. Absolutely. And, and I don't know about you, but me personally, like I keep my business inbox very like (laughs) organized and and clean. So if I'm signing up for someone's list to my email address, that means like, I want to know, I want to hear from them and I want to hear more. Yes. Yeah. And, and I'm excited to see their name come through in my, in my inbox because I'm excited about what they could be offering me or helping me. So it's a really great place to kind of cut through the noise and get your audience's attention. I I totally agree. So right about now, anyone that doesn't have email is like, <laughs> okay, I'm sold. I need to get email. Share with us just some information that you believe in terms of uh, deciding on an email management yeah. type system. Yeah, absolutely. So I know that there's so many different kind of options that you have to choose from. Personally, what I usually recommend to someone who's just starting out is ConvertKit. And that's one that is becoming a little bit more popular. The reasons that I I recommend that is because it's really, really intuitive. It's really um, straightforward in terms of kind of building those first few automations. Um, and I think that they also have some just really nice, simple kind of, um, templates that you can use for your emails that kind of stand out from other people. So ConvertKit is definitely the one that I usually recommend. And it's actually the one that I, um, still use in my business. Yeah. I feel like it's really in between the sort of, you know, lower, you know, the, there's a lot of free versions out there and a lot of people know about those names and those things. ConvertKit, I feel like is the professional version of getting started on email, but so many people I know still use ConvertKit. And I feel like it's right in the middle of, you can do some images and text, Mm -hmm. but it's not like big flourish of images and all that kind of stuff that sometimes on other products that sometimes can get stuck in that email area. So um, awesome. Very cool. Uh, Let's go ahead and let's talk about three things that has helped you grow your business. I know my listeners love to hear this and it could be tools or it could be advice or it could be whatever, but what are some things that helps you to grow your business? Yeah, absolutely. So the first I would say is definitely investing in my skills. And, you know, when coming as someone coming from like a corporate background in that setting, you, you know, you get mentorship and you get training. And then when you jump into this world on your own, you really become responsible for that growth. And one thing I've always come back to is just strengthening my skills so I can get the best results for my clients. And and that's ultimately what helps my business grow. So uh, I've done a lot of training in, you know, email marketing, sales page writing, all of, all of the above. Um, So that's been a big thing for me. Uh, Also, I would say just networking. I've had, I've been really lucky to have made some connections with other copywriters who are in the launch copy space who are a few steps ahead of me, who have been so generous and, you know, helping me kind of figure out my own next steps and just been awesome kind of mentors for me to rely on. So that's something that 
has been so big for my journey. Um, and then, you know, just tactical stuff, honestly, keeping my business really, really organized on the back end. So the way that I work with clients uh, is all pretty much all project-based. So that means that I'm constantly um, onboarding and bringing in new clients and working with them on kind of this short-term basis. But I always want to make sure that every person I work with feels really taken care of and knows exactly what's coming next. So just having those kind of project management systems on my back end to make sure um, I'm super clear on those steps has been really, really crucial for me. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with you too. Being organized helps you to get more work done in less time, Absolutely. but it also helps you to look really sharp and polished and professional as a business. Yeah. So I, I would agree with that. Organization is not talked about enough <laughs> at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, before we get to the gift that Allegra is sharing with our audience, which I'm really excited about, um, tell everyone about the services that you provide because right about now people are like, oh, I need to work with her. So tell us about the different services that you have. Yeah, absolutely. So because I work with online entrepreneurs and course creators, and usually the main pieces of content that I work on for them is um, kind of launch copy. So when you think about the content that you're going to need to launch your next course, like a sales page and a launch email sequence, um, these are you know the types of content that I specialize and in and because I know that uh, my clients really need those on kind of a quick turnarounds, one-time basis, like each time they have a launch, yes. essentially. The best way to work with me is with a one-on-one -on -one VIP intensive week. So that is when you book, a, you book out my time uh, for a week. And in that week, we're going to handle all of the customer research and strategy and copywriting that goes into creating that sales content, essentially. So you help people to formulate their brand voice from all of the things that they've been doing up to that point. Yes, absolutely. As well so, as the things that are going to make their ideal client want to buy. Exactly. Yes. So a really key piece of you know, launching your brand or launching your offer is hearing from your customer of what is important to them and what's going to resonate with them. But that's also something that can, you know, take a little bit of time. And so that's something I actually take off of uh, my client's plate for them. So when our VIP week starts, I actually start that out by holding research calls with um, a couple of people from their audience so I can get that voice of customer research. Um, so I take care of all of that. Wow. From there, I go into kind of a strategy phase where I am, you know, taking that research and figuring out how to best position your offer to your market, essentially. Um, and then using all of that, I go in and I actually develop all of the copy. So that's how I write, you know, the sales page, for example. So during all of that time, that's all, you know, what I, what I handle so that the, um, you know, that sounds amazing me. <laughs> to me, but doesn't have to worry about it. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, do you offer any one-on-one -on -one type services or for someone just starting out, doesn't have a launch maybe to help with, um, like their website copy? 
Yeah, so I actually am, am primarily, I specialize in email marketing and sales pages. And so if someone is interested in getting a little bit more of that brand strategy piece, um, the package that would be good, perfect for them is I do, um, I kind of mentioned this before, but yeah. I do offer a package that is a brand strategy guide and a welcome email sequence. So that is really going right. to be that piece that develops your brand voice and your positioning. Um, and then the welcome email sequence is a great, you know, piece of content that we can then establish that voice. And once you have that, you're going to be able to take that uh, messaging guide and give that to whoever else you work with. So if you do end up working with someone else on their website or a copywriter for content in the future, you're going to have that guide that you can then, um, that's off. so smart. That's so yeah. smart. That that guide would help you with all of creating content and social media exactly. posts as well, I'm sure, because it's you have that brand voice. Well, Allegra has generously offered a gift called the Welcome Sequence Roadmap. And I'll put the link below for an uh our listeners on podcast or YouTube. Um, so thank you so much, obviously, for bringing that to us. Tell us a little bit about what that is. Yes. So I know we've talked a good bit about, you know, why a welcome email sequence is important. And I'm willing to bet that there's people who are listening who have had this on their list, their to-do list, but it keeps kind of falling to the bottom. Um, and so I put this roadmap together to really demystify what it's going to look like to create that welcome sequence in the next week. So this includes an outline for an actual sequence that you can create and what to include in each one of those emails so that you are, you know, you're super clear on what to do next and how to implement that and, you know, start generating that additional uh, revenue for your business. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Allegra, for agreeing to come on the podcast and for your valuable advice and your time today because time is money. Uh, so we do totally appreciate you sharing that. What is the best way to get in contact with you in case um, anyone wants to take this conversation further? Yes. So you can find me um, on my website, which is theallegracook.com. Or you can find me and DM me on Instagram, which my handle is the Allegra Cook. And thank you so much, Jen. It has been so wonderful to talk with you. Um, I'm super excited to be here. And yeah, just want to thank you again. I love it. Um, did you find, if you found some ideas and tips to implement in your business today, I would really love for you to leave a review that you love the podcast or the YouTube channel, but also I find it very important that you take anything that you're listening to, because we go out there and we listen all the time and we get educated all the time, but we don't always take action and actually do something. So my advice for you or my call to action for you today is to go snag Allegra's gift and then take action on that and create a welcome sequence for your business. Have a great day today. Bye guys. Thanks for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show to be automatically notified for each episode. Visit the notes for the links mentioned in this episode and to connect with me. And as always, please take one tip from this episode and implement it in your business. Bye.